You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is April 27th, 2021. My name is Phil Prosser. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore O-N-D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the quote-unquote good loss. I don't know if those exist, but the Magic take a loss to Los Angeles Lakers, a loss where they finally might have learned something. Some progress indeed for the Orlando Magic, even as they slip further and further down the standings with some big games coming up for those that care about such things. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment, but before you do any of that, I do want to enjoy you to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're searching for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Los Angeles Lakers? Check out our good pals, our new friends at Locked On Lakers, no matter who your team is. Whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast. Or you just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and actually now in beta on Android and find one of our Locked On rooms. I will not be hosting a Locker Room this week. My schedule just is not going to allow me to do that. Um, with the game on Friday and everything. Um, but we will be back with the locker room next week, I hope. Should be. I'll have to double-check my schedule. But next week, we should be back with another locker room. So get excited about that. So have your magic questions stored up and ready to go as we enter the locker room. Locker room, changing the way we talk sports. I am not someone that subscribes to there being good losses. Um, you know, y- y'all know me, y'all know my approach. Um, if, if you listen to the show at all, you know, I I do care about games and I think games are valuable. And ultimately that's how teams are judged, whether they win or lose games and the level to which they win or lose games. And obviously what's been difficult about the Magic over the last week or so has been they've been frankly just not competitive. Um, and for their last five games, they got blown out pretty quickly. Um, the one that they didn't, they had a what was it, a 10-point lead in the first half that they, they let slip away and um, got beat by the by Houston Rockets team that is now very, very clearly not trying to win games. Um, and I was very disappointed with that loss, and, and, and some people were upset at me for that, and I was just like, no, winning and losing still matters in this league. What's been clear is that the, the, the Orlando Magic have kind of lost their way to play. Um, they, 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 don't, they don't quite have a, a sure way that they can execute and score uh, and, and just compete on a regular level. It, it feels like the, you know, the Magic can maybe break even or be a little bit underwater um, it, for like a 40-minute stretch or 36-minute stretch, but again, or 38-minute stretch, but those ten, there'd be two four-minute stretches in each half where they just get blown completely out of the water and that would be the game. Um, you know, again, some of those you can live with. Some of those are certainly really, really, really bad. And the Magic have fallen into a lot of traps where, I mean, I don't think guys are necessarily playing selfishly or, or playing only for themselves. I mean, I think there's been some hints of that here and there. Um, it's human nature at this point. But um, I, I think, guy, that the, again, the team just doesn't have the players necessarily to go one-on-one, to try and force their way back into games. And, and several guys, 
you know, I, I think with good intention have tried to do that at times and that slowed the ball movement, that slowed everything down and the defense has remained just a huge, huge mess since the trade deadline. Um, but the Magic got the spurt that they needed. They got the confidence that they needed in their loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. Down by, I think it was 11 at the time, Chuma Okiki with a monstrous dunk over Andre Drummond. That seemed to wake up the Amway Center. That seemed to wake up the Magic. Seemed to give them the belief that they could not only stick with the Los Angeles Lakers with Anthony Davis in tow, but perhaps, perhaps do the unthinkable and beat them. The Magic put up a 40-point second quarter. 40 points from this team. Forcing six turnovers, I believe. Six or seven turnovers in that second quarter to take a halftime lead. And from there, the Magic had the belief. Even when the Lakers threw some punches at them, even when Montrez Harrell was dancing on them, and the Magic fell behind a little bit, Orlando was never really out of the game. It took the Lakers finishing them off to eventually end this game, to eventually put the Magic away, to eventually get the win that everyone thought they would get anyway. And as I'm going to discuss later, this was the important learning lesson that the Magic absolutely needed, that the Magic had missed over their last several games. The Magic needed to go through this. They needed this. Because now they can learn and grow. Now they can get better. And we'll talk about that coming up in a moment. But in the fourth quarter, it was all Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder scored 16 of his, or scored or assisted on 16 of the Lakers' final 18 points, doubling a six-point lead and giving the Lakers a 114-102 victory. As Cole Anthony will say later in the show, the Magic's youth showed. They didn't quite know how to close the game. They got beat by a veteran who knows how to control pace. And, and Dennis Schroeder, you know, when he entered the league, was all speed and you know, didn't really seem to know how to stop. He picked the Magic's defense apart in that fourth quarter. Um, Orlando, or Cole Anthony couldn't stay in front of him. He was on his hip a lot uh, or playing behind him, forcing Wendell Carter to jump up and cover him. But he also had to stay close to Anthony Davis, which forced you know, the defensive defense on the wings to pinch in, which opened up three-pointers for Contavious Caldwell-Pope and for Kyle Kuzma. And you know, Schroeder had the Magic on a string in the final six minutes of the fourth quarter. And that's how and why the Magic lost this game. To me, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Obviously, I want to see the Magic execute, and I think the Magic understand now the points where they have to be better. But if the game comes down to making or missing shots, you can live with that. You can grow from that. You can learn from that. And that's exactly what the Magic got in this game. Orlando played its best, the best that it's played in a little while, uh, probably since the win over the Bulls. Um, they had a consistently strong effort. They were first to the floor on several occasions throughout the course of the second quarter especially, but really throughout the course of the game. Um, you know, the Magic did not get outworked. Um, and or if, if anything, the, the Lakers worked or even with them on, on the hustle points, um, you know, Montrezl Harrell notwithstanding. The Magic did what did and played the way that they will need to play to have a chance to grow and learn the rest of the season. There's only 11 games left at this point. And in that sense, yes, this was a quote-unquote good loss. For a young team, this was the exact learning experience they needed. And I want to dive a little bit more into that idea and what the team was saying about it coming up here in just a moment. But first, we'll go through the box score as we normally do. Before we get to that, though, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. 
Locker Room is a perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Lockdown hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL, like me. I will not be hosting a Locker Room this week. My, ske- my schedule has been kind of thrown out, thrown out a little bit. I don't like doing it right before games. Um, so I will not be doing a locker room this week. We will be back again next week. I would aim for, let me check my calendar here. Uh, I would aim for Thursday, uh, May 6th as our next locker room. Um, hopefully uh, I'll be getting my second vaccine shot that day. Um, so aim for May 6th, probably go around 5 o'clock, I would say. Um, I'll actually put that in my calendar right now. Aim for 5 o'clock for a locker room, uh, for our next locker room. So you'll have that on your calendar Um no, no excuses now not to not to be there. I'll, I'll remind you all for, throughout the course of the next week. Um, but we will be doing another locker room then, uh, and so get excited for that. Go download the free locker room app now, though. Currently available on all iOS devices and now in beta on Android. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group for the latest league updates. You can follow me there at P. Rossman Reich. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to be back on the app. I'll be sure to let you know. Once Locked On, the Locked On Magic Room is live, again, probably next Thursday around 5 o'clock. So download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Get excited. Thursday's episode of Locked On Magic. Not only will we recap the, the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, we'll also talk about the NBA Draft a little bit with a special guest. So get excited for that. We're going to get some draft talk. But first, let's go through the box score from Monday's loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. Again, the Magic, I thought, played really, really well. Did a lot of really good things and, and have to be happy with their overall performance. Um, definitely a, a game that pointed toward better better efforts and, and kind of showed the way for the team moving forward, which is what you want to see. And, and, you know, I know fans may hate this, but the natural progression for the Magic after this is that they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers on the road on Wednesday. And, and I expect the team to build upon Monday's performance and get a win Wednesday night in Cleveland. Again, no offense to Cleveland. It's not going to be easy. Cleveland's a a, a tough, tough team. Um, But I think that that's a game that the Magic should go into. And not, I mean, every game they should go into expecting win, but that's a game they should feel very confident that they can compete and they can ultimately win. Uh, And and I think that's important for this group. But let's go through the box score real fast. The Magic led in scoring. By a fresh face, Chuma Okiki, 7-for-12 shooting, 3-for-5 from beyond the arc, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. Um, Chuma has been through a shooting slump lately, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, uh, on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. That's going to be kind of old now from that when I when I first did the research on the on the post. But um, Chuma Chuma did was 0-for-2, was, over two, was kind of looking like he was going to struggle, and then he just woke everybody up. Um, Okiki had the play of the day when he came around a screen, got past Anthony Davis, and dunked it all over Andre Drummond. Put that in a top shot, please. Um, that was a great play. It energized the team and, and kind of gave everyone a big boost. But more than anything else, it gave Okiki a huge boost. Um, we've been kind of waiting for him to break through that rookie wall. Um, he's been struggling for a while, uh, just kind of going in the mud. And, and that 
play seemed to give everyone a little bit of juice, and especially Okiki. Again, he makes seven of his next 10 shots, including three of five three-pointers. Um, he was really good. This was this was Okiki playing as he did when he was going through his really, really good stretch. Um, you know, I think you still see some tentativeness out of him. He's not, he's not quite ready to assert himself and quite ready to kind of take over games, uh, you know, take over games in the way that maybe we want him to. Um, you know, I think his ball handling's still a little loose, like he can still get himself caught a little bit, but that's expected from a rookie. Um, but Okiki was fantastic um, all night. Now, even defensively, I thought he did a really good job on Anthony Davis. Um, Davis got him a few times, and Davis makes some tough shots, but I, I really liked the way that Okiki played. I really liked how Okiki attacked um, everything, attacked attacked the basket, attacked um, attacked shots, and, and he just played very, very confidently. And hopefully this is a sign that he has come out of this little shooting slump um, and that he is ready to, to be a major contributor. Because, again, like I, I've been telling some of my Magic friends, you know, like this team has maybe six or seven things they have to do well to win, and they have to do all six or seven of them. One of those things is Chumo Kiki has to be a 15 points, you know, two, three point you know, makes per game kind of guy. And if he can do that, then the Magic all be in very, very good shape. Um, Gary Harris, 17 points, 3 for 12 shooting, 9 for 9 from the foul line. Didn't really notice a lot about him, to be perfectly honest. Um, obviously, the shooting's kind of been a bit of a sore spot for him, but he does a good job getting to the line. Cole Anthony, I thought, played really, really well. 15 points, 6 for 11 shooting, 3 for 4 from beyond the arc, 4 rebounds, 7 assists. You'll see, you'll sense that theme. The Magic shoot, 11 for 25 from beyond the arc. Making three-pointers makes your offense look a lot lot better. But Cole Anthony, and maybe this is what we'll talk about tomorrow. I know we did a Cole Anthony episode last week. Um, Cole Anthony is doing a really good job just being at at a good pace. Um, you know, he, he talked about it after the game that, you know, this feels like a second season for him. That, you know, being sitting out for two months and, and kind of getting to watch and learn um, it really helped him out a lot. Um, he really, I th- you could tell, he really used that time valuably to kind of understand how to manage a game and learn the game. And, and you know, the Magic understand that he's a scorer first. That's that's his mentality. That's his, um, that's his, that's that's who he is. They don't want to change that, but they need him to be a playmaker too. Uh, and, and Anthony is increasingly doing that a whole lot better. Just watch the way he plays pick and rolls. Um, you know, I think Anthony said, is either Corbin or Anthony that said this after the game. That you know he was going. I think it was Ty Corbin. Ty Corbin said he's he's going. He was going way too fast. Which again, you watch R.J. Hampton, who's also a rookie. R.J. Hampton goes way too fast. He's going way 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 too fast. Just like that sentence. Um, he Cole Anthony now slows the game down. He is able to wait and read through the defense. And when he needs to explode and burst to the basket, he does a really good job at that. Um, and, you know, I I think that Anthony struggled to close the game and manage how to struggle to close the game, but. Again, you know, we talk about learning experiences for this team. That's the vital learning experience that the Magic need from their young players. They need them to go through these reps to under to to see what it's like to try and close a game, and then to actually do it. Because again, that's why I'm expecting the growth to continue in Friday's game or in Wednesday's game against the Cavaliers, and why I, I think that that you know, if there's a must-win game on the Magic schedule, it's that one. So you can build on the good things you did against the Lakers and not make it a temporary thing. Like, again, the win against the Bulls was great. They played with great energy, and then they just dropped the ball. They didn't build upon that win. This is the kind of performance the Magic need to build on. Cole Anthony's been building these performances for a while now. Um, you know, the shooting efficiency was great. Still think it could be a little bit better, but it was great. Um, he was able to hit from deep. And 
He was moving and distributing the ball very, very well. So I think a really good game for Cole Anthony. Uh, Wendell Carter in his second game back, 10 points, 4 for 11, shooting 8 rebounds. Not a whole lot to say about that. Magic surprisingly don't get a ton from their bench. Um, uh, Mo Bamba really struggled, especially even though he's a plus 10 in the plus minus sheet. 6 points, 2 for 3 shooting, 7 rebounds. But Montrez Harrell just absolutely bullied him in the third quarter. Um, uh, bullied him in the third quarter. And really, really made uh, really made his life difficult. Made it hard to keep him out there. You know, I was curious how long they were going to keep him out there in the fourth quarter. Um, they essentially started Wendell Carter to start the fourth quarter because Mo really, really struggled. Um, but but uh, you know Mo's, Mo's going to have to improve uh, his work on the glass. That's 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 probably his biggest biggest thing right now. The last guy I want to mention, and it's bittersweet to mention it this morning as I'm recording this. Robert Franks, ten points, three for five shooting, one for two from beyond the arc. His energy was really important in the second quarter. Uh, he did. He got a. He he got matched up with Anthony Davis on several occasions and held his own. Um, really impressive work from Robert Franks. Um, and so it's really disappointing to report this morning that the Magic have released Robert Franks from his 10-day contract um, and signed Moritz Wagner for the rest of the season. Wagner is going to give the team a little bit more of a veteran presence, a little bit better of a three-point shooter. Um, but honestly. Robert Franks, uh, in his time with the Magic, was good enough to intrigue. Um, I was always interested in what he was doing. Um, he was always doing enough things to keep me interested and say, like, this guy might be able to play. Um, you know, I think he's a little undersized for the four, uh, but he held his own defensively. He was a, I mean, I think he was a, he's kind of what Gary Clark was supposed to be. Gary, I mean, not as good of a defender maybe as Gary Clark, but certainly a better three-point shooter. And, and again, Monday's game was probably Franks' best in a Magic uniform. He played... He made a really huge impact and really helped keep the energy up for the team in that second unit to, to kind of key that 40-point second quarter. I'm really disappointed that the Magic let him go. Um, again, I'm a big believer of if you have the Lakeland Magic and the Lakeland Magic are successful, you need to reward those guys, number one. You need to be able to use that program as a way to build the future of your roster or to build players that can fill in on your roster. Um, Robert Franks is a perfect example of that. And, and again, I wish him nothing but the best. I think that he does have a place somewhere in the NBA ecosystem. So definitely a little bit upset to see him go. The Magic shoot 47.4%. See, isn't life great when you make shots? Uh, 11 for 25 from beyond the arc. 20 for 24 from the foul line. They continue to do a good job getting to the foul line. 11 turnovers in the game for the Magic. The Lakers, though, shoot 54% from the floor, although... Uh, uh, and 11 for 31 from beyond the arc, only 9 for 14 from the foul line. They do get 9 offensive rebounds, 4 from Montrez Harrell. He had 18 points, 5 rebounds. All 4 of those were absolute killers for the Magic. Dennis Schroeder, again, scored or assisted on 16 of the Lakers' final 18 points. That's a point I'm going to make again. 21 points, 10 assists, 10 for 18 shooting for Schroeder. 18 points, 8 for 15 shooting, and 31 minutes for Anthony Davis as he continues to get back from his injury. The Lakers fell behind in the second quarter. They're able to retake the lead in the third quarter, and they're able to pull away for a 114-103 win over the Orlando Magic. We'll talk a little bit about the lessons the Magic might have learned from this game coming up here in just a moment. But first, here in Central Florida, you can't get anywhere without your car. That's just a fact of life when you're living in the Sunshine State. It's not a lot of great public transportation options, and the heat can do a lot to your car. It's still spring. We're not yet in summer, but everyone knows the heat wave is coming. Get your car ready if you're someone that takes care of your car yourself with the parts that you need to keep your car running this summer. 
That's why you should check out rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go, too, as the NFL draft is on. The Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend, the first Saturday in May. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, the Phoenix Suns put an end to the New York Knicks nine-game win streak. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Like I said, I personally don't subscribe to the idea of a good loss. Um, As Chuck Daly would always say, there's no such thing as an ugly win. They all count the same in the end. And at the end of the day, how players, how coaches, how teams are judged is based on the zero sum of a game. You either win or you lose. There's no in between. There's no no middle ground. There's a winner and a loser of every game. That's ultimately how you're judged. Now, Certainly when teams are at different stages of development, wins have different meanings. The Lakers trying to break a three-game losing streak probably left Orlando feeling like, okay, the monkey's off our back, we won the game, but man, that second quarter wasn't good enough. We're trying to win a championship here. There's a different standard. There's a different level you have to win at when you're a team like the Lakers. When you're a team like the Magic, you take any win where you can get them. And as I've said over and over and over again, my philosophy throughout the course of these final stretch of games is to say, when you have the chance to win, you need to win. So yes, there's a bit of disappointment that the Magic were not able to close this one out. But Steve Clifford has been pretty clear about what his message to the team is, uh, what his team message to the team has been since the trade deadline. We want to use these final games to learn and to grow. That does mean occasionally picking up a win. But it means competing and being in position to learn and grow. You can't learn and grow. You can't get any better if you're getting beat down by 35. The way defenses approach you, the way defenses are paying attention to detail, changes completely when they're up big. And so any stats you might get are filler. There's no pressure. There's no stakes involved. And so so in that sense, yes, there are, quote-unquote, good losses. 
especially for a team like the Magic that has been blown out so many times of late especially. This was a good loss. Or had some sense of a good loss. The Magic found themselves in a tight game with six minutes to play, down by six. They were losing grip of the lead. And they had to find a way to get stops. They had to find a way to score. They had to play with the pressure that the result was in play. And it's really the first time that that's been the case since the Rockets game and since they won against the Bulls. Again, we're talking about, what, a week since the Houston game? Week and a half since the Chicago game? Being competitive is how you get better. It's how you see your weaknesses and learn firsthand what it takes to win. Um, I think, honestly, our age showed at the end of the game right there. We had some young players. I think we had probably with like two minutes left, we had about two or probably three possessions straight where we didn't get a quality shot. And that's on me. That's on the team. I, I should have commanded them more just to try to get the team organized, but it's, it's on all of us. I mean, just as we learn more, I think you'll see less of that, but we just got to, I mean, not even just us. It's just, that's just, that's our age showing right there. So we just got to tighten that up and just learn from the mistakes. That's Cole Anthony after Monday's game. And, and you don't hear the Magic talk like this after some of these blowout losses. If, if you're looking for the difference, you know, they're talking about fundamental things after blowout losses. Um, you know, shooting better, moving the ball better. Um, they're not talking about the intricacies of what it takes to win. You want those basics to be down pat. And obviously the Magic didn't have a training camp with their new roster to figure out roles and figure out rotations uh, more fully. But this is the true learning experience. You can hear it in Cole's voice. You can hear it, him, you know, processing and going through the plays and the little things that it takes to win games. This is the value. This is what these final games should be used for. And getting blown out, getting beat up doesn't help anybody. To Cole's point, the Magic were down by six with about six minutes to go before, um, before the big run from Dennis Schroeder. And... The Magic had offensive foul from R.J. Hampton, um, a missed shot by Wendell Carter, and then a rushed three at the end of the shot clock by Chuma Okiki. Those three possessions were a chance to tie the game. Magic got stops on the other end um, and cut into the lead. Instead, they were missed opportunities, and Dennis Schroeder took over. Again, he scored or assisted on 16 of the Lakers' final 18 points, and they made big shots down the stretch. Um, when it looked like the Magic had them beat, had them stopped, Schroeder made a play. Anthony Davis made a step-back three or a step-back jumper. They made plays to win the game. And again, if that's why you're losing, you can live with that. It, can, it stings for sure because the opportunity was right there. But you can live with that being why you lost. You can't live with losing because you didn't play with the right effort or didn't, weren't in tune with the game plan. And certainly, the Magic have plenty of things still to clean up defensively. The transition defense has been a mess. Um, they're not tracking back. Um, they're still digging into the paint too much and giving up open threes, and that's that's really hurt them overall. But the Magic found um, found their groove in this game, and they found their way to play. And again, you would love to see them get the win. You would love to see them come out on top, but this was a game where they could really learn something. This was a game where they faced some adversity, repeated adversity, and kept rising to the occasion. Well, I love that fight. You know, after the, the game last night, to come back and play against a team that's as talented as they are, 
especially in the first half, you know, going to halftime with a little lead there. Um, we showed a lot of determination to fight in, re in response to the effort we had last night. Uh, the shot making down the stretch has shown who they are. They're veteran guys, and they're experienced, and they uh, got to the spots they wanted to, and they made some difficult shots and misses. Acting Magic coach Tyrone Corbin there speaking after the game on Monday. We're all, we all understand what this team is and who this team is. Um, we all understand that the team probably doesn't have the talent to compete most nights, that in all likelihood there will be a six-minute stretch where the Magic really struggle, and, and their survival and their ability to stay in the game will depend on whether their defense can generate enough stops or they, can have a, or they have enough time to make a huge spurt to get back in the game. The Orlando Magic's first quarter in this game was just abysmal. The ball got stuck on one side. They were dr driving too much and dribbling too much. And Indeed, the Magic only had 16 assists in this game. It was a really poor ball movement game for the Magic, although they were able to get to the line. There's probably hide some of those assists. There's probably some free throw assists in there. Um, but the Magic were really dependent on drives uh, without the ability to kick out um, and really dependent on pick and rolls to create offense. And that's, that's going to lead to trouble. The Magic have to be a little bit better and more fluid in their offense and keep the ball moving, and that was, that got them into a 16-point hole in the first quarter. They were able to come back. They had enough time to bounce back from that, and they were get, and they got the belief that they could win. Finding that belief is still going to be the biggest key for the Magic the rest of the season. But no one's under any impression that this team's going to win a whole lot more games this year. Um, with 11 games left, the Magic are now last in the Eastern Conference. They are third. They have the third best odds to win the lottery, or third, the third to third to last, third from the bottom in, in the NBA, which gives them the best odds to win the lottery. The Minnesota Timberwolves have just one fewer win than them at this point, and the Timberwolves will play the Houston Rockets on Tuesday. It's very possible that the Magic will wake up on Wednesday heading to Cleveland, um, or in Cleveland, as the second worst team in the NBA at the moment. And maybe that gives them a little bit more cushion to sneak a few wins here or there, to finish the season on a higher note and still secure the top odds to win the NBA draft lottery, and, and honestly more important than getting the top pick a 50% chance of landing in the top four which is far more important um, than, than the, whatever it is, 14% to, to win the top pick. But um, the Magic still want to get something out of these games. They still want to learn. They still want to grow from these games. And while the chances and the wins are probably going to be few, the Magic still want to be in the game. They still want to feel this pressure. They still want to learn and watch how to close games, how to win games, because at the end of the day, that's what matters. And you don't grow, you don't learn when you're losing. Unless that losing is productive. And honestly, to make it productive, the Magic, they have, they're going to have to sneak a win here or there. The Magic want this to be a learning experience. And you can hear from how Cole spoke and how Cole's about to speak. That's really what they want to do. Forget me. This is about the team. It's about us, everyone on this team getting better, learning, and just being not being in the same place we are right now, 10 games from now. So, no matter if we, whatever we learn, whether it's small, big, just as long as we learn something, I think we're just going to set us up to be in a better position for next year. And like I said, if they want to do that, they got to build upon this performance. If this is a quote unquote good loss, then that means they got to get better the next time. They got to progress. They got to grow. They got to learn. And so the next time they're in a situation where they can win and close out a game, they're going to do it. And honestly, I think Wednesday's game against Cleveland Cavaliers is a perfect opportunity to show that growth. 
and yes, pick up a win. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this is me, Philip Ross and Mike. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.